0: Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Unruffled ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Like a lot of people, I grew up loving music from classic Disney films. In fact, my sisters and I used to perform plays for the neighborhood that were basically just us lip-syncing to Disney movie soundtracks. And when I was raising my own kids, I found that music could be a (laughs) wonderful cure for afternoon doldrums, interactive entertainment for car rides, or whenever I had work to do. One of my kids even learned to read from following along on songbooks. When the music was on, I'd usually find myself dancing away, singing along, and sometimes we'd all break into a goofy, impromptu dance party. Disney Junior Hits is the official music playlist for songs from your favorite Disney Junior shows, and now it's easier than ever to access them. Just search for Disney Junior Hits, available wherever you stream your music. Strained peas and carrots, chicken fingers, or mac and cheese, they're convenient for your kids and yummy, I'm sure. But at the end of a hectic day, you deserve to reward yourself with something delicious and nutritious. I know you're thinking, lovely idea, but who has the time or energy to cook? I get that. With Factor, that's F-A-C-T-O-R, you get restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prep, no cooking, and no cleanup. Always fresh, never frozen. There are over 35 options each week to choose from, including calorie smart, Protein Plus, Keto, and more. They even have smoothies, wellness shots, and nutritious snacks. Plus, Factor meals are less expensive than takeout. So sign up, save, and treat yourself to the fine cuisine you deserve. Head to factormeals.com slash unruffled50 and use code unruffled50 to get 50% off. That's code unruffled50 at factormeals.com slash unruffled50 to get 50% off. Bon appétit. Hi, this is Janet Lansbury and welcome to Unruffled, This week, I'm responding to a note, uh, an email that I received with the subject line, please, please, please help. A mom who says her daughter has developed a fear of people, not just strangers, but family and friends as well. And she will cry uncontrollably for over 10 minutes, according to this mom, and she's wondering how to handle these situations. Before I begin, I want to remind everybody that both of my books, No Bad Kids, Toddler Discipline Without Shame... And elevating child care, a guide to respectful parenting are available on audio at audible.com and in paperback at Amazon and an ebook at Amazon, Barnes& Noble and Apple.com. Here's the email that I received. Hi, Janet, I have recently come across your books and podcasts and am in love with the Rye Way and your approach. Since reading both of your books, we are doing our very best to implement as we approach situations with our very determined two-year-old daughter. I'm sure you receive many emails requesting advice, but I am currently at a real loss on how to deal with a challenging and sad situation with our daughter. So if you could help me, I would be forever grateful. Over the past month or so, our daughter seems to have become very fearful of people, not just strangers but people that we have met and socialized with on many occasions. I've noticed it seems to happen more when people come over to our house, but it has also happened while we have been out. For example, we have a close couple of friends who visit often. On this particular occasion, my daughter and husband were sitting out in the garden when I went inside to let our friends in. Our friends hadn't even made it to the garden when my daughter saw them and began to cry uncontrollably. She cried for what seemed like forever and nothing we said or did or did not do for that matter helped our daughter. Eventually with distraction, she calmed down and then over time happily played in the company of our friends. Another example, we were car shopping and the salesperson introduced himself to us. When we introduced ourselves back, including our daughter, he said hello to her and she burst into uncontrollable crying. After reading your books, we've stopped trying to distract her and instead ride it out with her. But in some situations, this can go on for 10 minutes even more. It's awful seeing our daughter so upset, and I'm desperate to know the best way to handle this. I admit towards the end of these situations, I do feel frustrated and sometimes embarrassed, which is silly and unfair to our daughter. What should we do in these situations? Please help if you can. First of all, I want to thank this mom for saying such kind things and being so supportive and reading my books. And now to her question. I find this type of issue fascinating because it really speaks to our power as parents and the effect that our own feelings have on our children and how uh, we can sort of keep playing off each other, parent to child, child to parent. And without even knowing what's going on, we can tend to make something bigger. We can tend to make something into kind of a story about our child. And it usually starts very innocently. Now, before I talk about my theory on this, I just wanna say that if this little girl, if there's you know other atypical things going on with her, I don't think that what's being described as this problem is atypical at all. But if there were other issues this parent was noticing, atypical responses to things, or if the girl had been traumatized by a person coming in her face or whatever, then there might be more to this. But oftentimes this kind of issue begins because a child feels surprised by somebody, or, you know, knowing how sensitive and aware children are, how extremely sensitive they take everything in, they take everybody's energy in around them. That's why they get so easily overstimulated, you know, especially the younger they are, like infants are so easily overstimulated. And even a child this age, she's taking everything in and somebody's energy that's close to her that's directing their energy at her. Or she sees, you know, these people come into her environment that have their own energy. You know, it could almost feel like an invasion of of her, you know. She's just taking in all this energy, and it's surprising, and it's a little bit, uh, hey, you know, I don't know. Maybe I don't want you here right in front of me. Maybe I don't want to deal with you and your energy. So, it's it's more of a child being surprised and kind of a little thrown and taken aback, or just, uh, I guess, a little bit alarmed. As parents, we tend to, and I know this because I'm a parent myself of three children, and believe me, this part doesn't get any easier, we tend to kind of react as if it's, you know, the worst case scenario. We get worried. Everything is, uh, you know, oh gosh, something awful is happening here. You know, whether it's our child who's been out and hasn't called us when we thought they were going to call us, or, uh, you know, our kids, I mean, wait till you have to deal with this. Our child takes the, the car out and drives somewhere and... They didn't text to say that they got there, and, uh, you know, our mind goes to all the things that could go wrong. So in this case, I believe that this parent, and maybe her, the other parent as well, they were quite alarmed and kind of freaked out by their child's response and thought, oh, gosh, she's, she's terrified, she's uh, so frightened, and this is traumatic for her, and oh, my gosh, we've got a big problem here. What are we going to do? by having that perception, our child then picks up our energy around this situation. And that energy teaches our child something about the situation that, oh, something really wrong is happening here. You know, this is not just somebody that surprised me and got in my face when I wasn't quite ready for it, or had this direct energy coming at me that I wasn't sure about at first, I wasn't sure if I wanted. And now it's actually, yikes, my parent is indicating to me that, I need to really be afraid of this. And that's how it builds. And the message goes back and forth from parent to child, parent to child, child to parent, and it becomes a thing. So I believe that's what's going on here because I've seen this happen before. And I've talked to a lot of parents that, you know, they get into something like this. And often, I would say, usually, it's actually a very strong-willed child, If there's a very strong will in there. And what's so interesting is this parent opened her letter by saying, "Uh, since reading both of your books, we're doing our very best to implement as we approach situations with our very determined two-year-old daughter. So this very determined two-year-old daughter does not sound like somebody that's going around so fearful of everything. Fearful of people, fearful of strangers, fearful of faces coming into her house. Those two things don't really go together, but what does go together is a strong-willed sensitive child saying through her crying no I don't want you I'm not ready for you yet or I didn't say it was okay to talk to me uh, who do you think you are you know that kind of thing and if we can perceive it that way which I, I believe is the truth then we're gonna have a completely different response like, wow you sounds like you aren't sure about him yet did you need more time <laughs> you know this is this seemed to surprise you So I'm talking to my child as a person who is strong and is making a strong statement rather than crumbling and falling apart because I absolutely can't handle this. I realize that it may look like she's dissolving into tears, but I honestly believe that this is a strong girl's reaction that has gotten colored by feeling the parent's energy around it. So, you know, the other way to respond would be, (laughs) oh, gosh, you know, oh, it's okay, it's okay, and here I want to distract you, and oh, it's okay, it's just a man, you know, and all these things that actually make our child feel like, yikes, my parent is really uncomfortable with this situation, so I should be too. So turning this around, seeing this as our strong child saying, hey, wait a second, buddy, (laughs) did I say you could come in to my house yet? no, (laughs) is going to bring about an entirely different response from us. And that's going to be a helpful response. What that does is it says, yeah, you're welcome to tell me about this. You know, you're welcome to tell me these feelings that you have. I'm not afraid of them. I'm not intimidated by it. I'm not trying to distract you out of them or fix them. You know, you've got a right to say this. That actually diffuses it. So then our child doesn't need to do this very much anymore. Or, you know, maybe not at all because we've welcomed them to share. And this is true about so many things. Pretty much everything that I podcast about or write about is about just allowing children to have their feelings, not being worried about them, not being frightened by everything, not getting angry and frustrated because our child is having a feeling. Really welcoming. Yeah, tell me. Wow. And I realize that might be awkward in the store or somewhere with the car salesman. But doing this a few times, (laughs) so our child gets a different message from us about them and their feelings and what we see them saying and that we want to encourage them to have this strong opinion and it's fine with us. Once they get that message, yeah, it makes it far less likely that they're going to keep going so far with it, you know, because it's fear tinged right now. There's an uncomfortableness and this is true with a lot of different kinds of feelings that children have. Uh, If we're uncomfortable as parents because we feel like we're failing right there or we've got a big problem on our hands or, you know, our child isn't normal or all of those kinds of things, if our child feels that we are uncomfortable with their feelings, then they have no choice but to be uncomfortable with their feelings. And everything gets this layer of fear around it that seems to magnify the whole experience. Because it feels like I'm feeling something uncomfortable and it's even more uncomfortable because this isn't a safe place for me to be. (laughs) This isn't a safe feeling for me to have. I'm not supposed to be having this feeling. My parents have shown me that it's not safe. It's not comfortable. It's not natural. It's not normal. That makes it harder. But letting the feelings... Flow as they come and not being afraid of any of them, knowing they're all just right, just perfect for that moment, and trusting that our child can handle feeling things other than happiness and serenity, that children are very capable and need to be able to experience all these emotions, that it's all good, it's all safe, and it's it will only build their resilience and their self-confidence and strengthen them as people. So I would wind this back for yourself, see her differently, see the strong girl there in those moments and the strong statement she's making. And then you won't have to try to respond a certain way. You will respond in a different way. You will respond in a more helpful, encouraging way about the feelings because you will see them as healthy. (laughs) And yeah, that will help all of you. She's got strong opinions, that's good. So I hope this perspective helps. Please check out my other podcasts. And of course, I've written 400 and something articles. They're on JanetLansbury.com. Please check those out. And thanks so much for listening. We can do this. If you like Unruffled, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com/survey. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know, with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving fifteen percent on Delta flights. You know, kissing under the bridge of size guarantees eternal love. Because you're the long-distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. take off 15, discount not applicable to partner-operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know.